It's good to be back in the Lord's house this evening. I thank God for the day. Thank Him for all His blessings. And uh, we're appreciative of everybody that's here tonight. I thank the Lord for each one that's managed to come. Glad to have you. I want to read a verse of scripture, a few verses, uh, from the book of uh, Matthew, uh, chapter 7, uh, starting in verse 24. Jesus said this, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand, and the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and uh, eat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Let me read that again. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So it uh, pays you to build your house on a rock. And uh, thank the Lord that we know who the rock is. Let's all stand for a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we pray that you just bless us tonight in these services that we're going to have. God, we just ask you and, and praise your holy name. And God, we thank you for the way you've been blessing our church and the spirit you've been giving us. God, we pray tonight that you just bless our service and our worship service and bless our uh, communion service and bless our foot washing service and just help us, God. And Lord, especially if there's some here tonight that are lost. God, I pray, God, that you might speak to them, let the Spirit of God reach to their heart, invite them to come to you and be saved. And we ask you these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated. Turn over to the choir. Page 202.
this song. And I appreciate the choir today. They've helped me so much. But I, I love the part. When I move to the sky up to heaven on high, what a wonderful trip that'll be. I'll be ready to go, washed in Calvary's flow. I think that's so beautiful. I'm thankful to be here. And at this time, we'll have our choir come down and we'll turn it over to Brother Terry. It sure is good to be here, and I thank God for those songs and what I can feel tonight. I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord and to be among God's people. And, uh, uh, you know, I just keep thinking about a lot of the comments were made uh, around Thanksgiving Day and, and each of our services close to Thanksgiving, which is still close. And uh, we say this, and I know this, we, we need to be so thankful to God not only on Thanksgiving weekend but on every day of our life. And I, I just I appreciate how good God is to us and how good God's blessing us. And I, so it's good to be here. Let's ask everybody to stand if you would. Uh, who'd have unspoken request? <clears throat> Amen. Who'd have a request on your heart tonight? Anybody? Well, let's pray for this service. And uh, let's pray that God will speak to those that are lost here tonight. But nothing more important than that. And uh, just really, really pray for that. And we've got a couple of families that uh, have had loved ones that's died. Let's, let's pray for them. And uh, people sick, pray for them. Any more? Yeah. You know, there's so many of those little ones that are going to grow up and be part of this church. Yes, sir. Man, what a blessing that is. Amen. Remember that, that service. There's going to be a lot of people here that don't even know. Well, that's a great prayer request. And uh, you think about all that. And uh, things that are going on right now with those children will impact and encourage their life as Christians later on. Yeah. And uh, folks that come uh, to see a service like that, uh, sometimes God gets a word or a thought or an action uh, in place that actually inspires them to come back and helps them come get saved. And so I appreciate uh, that uh, that request. I appreciate Andrew. That's, that's a heartfelt request. Someone else? I'd ask you to pray for my wife, Linda. Now she's got a bad headache. She's, she's so didn't want to stay home, but she just really couldn't feel like coming. So remember her when you pray. Anybody else? Right. Amen. Please do that. Pray for old Neil Senior. Uh, he got some serious things going on. Anyone else? Any others? 
All right, not West Brother Bill, ready to lead us. Appreciate that prayer. Uh, anyone feel like singing special tonight? If you've got a song on your heart or songs, as it might be, just uh, come sing what's on your heart. If you've got something more testimony, whatever God gives you, follow the Lord. I believe we're going to come sing us. Let's pray for him tonight.
Some pray their mountains will be moved away. But Lord, I want to learn from you And he's why I live. 
don't need fortune I don't need fame I don't really care if anyone ever knows my name cause I know Jesus and Jesus knows me and that's all that matters cause he is the master and he's my everything and he's all I need when trials come he's all I appreciate the songs and the singers. Anyone else got something on your heart? Pray for Cooper. Bless him, Lord. Glory in the cross. And uh, I thought about it on the way. We we're on the way here from Kentucky today. And I'm thankful for the cross, but I'm glad that wasn't the end of the story. Amen. I'm, I'm glad he arose. I'm glad I'm serving a risen Savior. Uh, Muhammad's dead, Buddha is dead, Christ is alive. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought about people asked the question, well, where is he at? And he's, he's sat on the right hand of his father, yeah, awaiting the instruction to go get his children. I'm glad that time. You pray for me. That's good. Yeah. I boast not of works, nor tell of good deeds, for not have I done to merit His grace. Right. All glory and praise yeah. shall rest upon Him, so willing to die in my place. I will glory in the cross, in the cross lest His suffering all be in vain. 
I will weep no more for the cross that he bore. I will glory in the cross. My trophies, my crowns, my robes stained with sin was all that I had to lay at his feet. Unworthy to eat from his table of life till God's love made provision for me. I will glory in the cross, in the cross, lest his suffering all be in vain. I will weep no more for the cross that he bore. I will glory in the cross. Glad to be here tonight. Amen. Thank the Lord for that uh, good song. Thank the Lord for Cooper. Appreciate that. Now, anybody else got a song on your heart? If not, really, really pray it. Uh, I felt in my heart like asking Brother Bob Morrison to preach for us tonight. I appreciate Brother Bob. I'm looking forward to hearing him. I want us to lift him up with our prayers and give our undivided attention. And I want to say this before I turn over to him. If you're here tonight and you're lost, you don't have to be anything special to get saved. And you don't have to do anything special to get saved. And you don't have to say anything special to get saved. That goes along with Cooper's song. He just sang. Well, preacher, how, how does it work? Jesus did all the special stuff. When you realize in your heart that you need to get saved and you'll just come and ask the Lord to save your soul, believing that Christ did what he did, God will save you. And so... Uh, keep that in mind and obey the Lord. Brother Bob, come on. Say, it's good to be back out in Lyman Missionary Baptist Church. Ask you for your prayers. I'm about as nervous as I've been in quite a while. Uh, If you're lost tonight, my main desire is to see you to get saved by the grace of God. I thought about when I lived down in West Virginia, we had a little creek that we would go down there and play in. Uh, sometimes the water would raise up and you couldn't, you couldn't get over to the other side, so you'd put some stones out there and you jump on them stones, you just be able to get on over without getting soaking wet. Uh, you had to be real careful, though, because the uh, first guy got a little water on there, you might slip and fall in that water. But I, I thought about that, and I thought about my salvation. I don't have to worry about slipping and sliding. God's prepared a way across, and I've already crossed if, if you have it, I've already, as, as pretty much as much as already in heaven, I'm just waiting for my turn to go home to be with him. Uh, but uh, there's some scriptures we'd like to share with you. And uh, if you're here tonight, I, I, my heart's desire is that you know Jesus like I know Jesus. I, I thought as I was sitting there, I thought, 
Lord, just help me that I can just open up the windows of my heart and show them what I've got and how that I've got it. And I, I thought, and this is crazy, I thought, well, I'm not very much of anything. And then Brother Terry said that you don't have to be anything. You just have to be willing to be saved by the grace of God. Uh, I don't know anything much, but I know that I'm saved. I know the Lord's called me to preach. And I know I'm going home one of these days after a while. Uh, if you don't know that you're saved tonight, we pray that you'll search in your hearts and get what God would have you to have. We're going to read in Joshua on the third chapter if you'd like to read with us. Things we'd like to share just a little bit. Uh, if uh, you need to, uh, I guess my, my thought is to uh, set you a memorial along the way that whenever you come by that way, you'll know why that the memorial's there. You can look back and see. And it's, it's very familiar uh, scriptures. In the third chapter of, of Joshua, in the eighth verse, it says, And thou shalt command the priests that bear the ark of the covenant, saying, When ye are come to the brink of the waters of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. Yeah. I want to stop here for just a moment. Now I'll read some more. But uh, I thought how the, in life... We have to stand still, not just before you get saved, but all through life, we've got to take times in our life that we've got to stand still and say, God, what is it that you want of us? I'm kind of in one of those situations right now. I'm standing still, and I don't want to stand too still. I'm afraid that I'm standing too still. You ever get like that in your life if you're saved by the grace of God? You're wondering, God, am I just standing too still? I want you to bless not only me, but those that's around me, that they can be able to see the joy that's inside of me. Sometimes he overflows me. You ever be driving down the road if you're saved by the grace of God and, and God just come upon you and fill you full of the Spirit? I'm telling you what, it's, it's like... Uh, you think, boy, if somebody could see me, they'd think I was crazy. Yeah. I went to work one time. I'll get to the scriptures here in a minute. But I went to work one time, and, and I had uh, car hearts on and had a big old face mask and everything. And, and I began to thinking about God and began to thinking about the scriptures. And, yeah. and God began to bless me. And I, I thought, you know, God, I, here I am at work, and, and, and what's people going to think? And pretty soon I didn't care. I said, just throw that old mask off, and I begin to weep, and I begin to, uh, begin to rejoice in what God had for me. God's got some spiritual blessings for us if we'll just obey Him. Obey Him tonight. So stand still. If you're a, a priest of God tonight, and if you're saved by the grace of God, we are priests. We are praised. So he says here, stand still in Jordan. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, hereby you shall know that the living God is among you, that ye will without fail drive out from before the Canaanites and Hittites and the Hivites and the Perizzites and the Gergesites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord and all the earth passeth over before you into Jordan. Now therefore take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man, 
And it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord of the earth rest upon the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall cut off from the waters from above, from the above, and they shall stand upon a heap. And so we all know the story how that how that. Uh, Joshua come up to this situation and and uh, wondering, you know, how are you going to get over across? You you might wonder, how are you going to get saved by the grace of God tonight? Uh, I'm going to tell you tonight, you're going to have to look at the priest and you're going to have to see where they're at, that they're standing in the river and they're waiting for you. They're trying to make a crossing for you. I thought about as they begin to sing and they begin to, uh, not a, just in the choir, but uh, in the special singing as well as they begin to excel about the Lord and what what greatness that he had done and and, and all the uh, all the the troubles and trials that we have in this life after you're saved God cares about you he loves you enough that he can carry you uh, through each and every one of them so you pray for just a moment here as I begin to go on over into the, the scriptures in the 17th verse. It's the last verse. It says, he told us, it says, And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. Today we as God-saved individuals, we've got to stand firm uh, on in Jordan in, in the way that we've been brought up. And, and I'm not saying, well, <laughs> I, I was brought up that uh, just go to church wherever that you want to. Uh, well, I'm here to tell you today, I've been brought up a little bit different because God brought me up in the way. He set my feet steadfast in the Word of God and we need to stand fast on it today. And anything else that's fur that further from that, we need to leave it alone. That's, that's a little... A little more than what I want to say, but uh, nevertheless, we want, don't want to dis, uh, discourage nobody. We want to encourage you to, to seek out after God. And when you're seeking out after God, uh, God will see you seeking out after Him. So we've got to we've got to make an effort to get to Him. And I thought, as a young boy, as I uh, as I began to seek out after the Lord, I went to different places looking for. Uh, looking to have Jesus in my life. That me and a friend of mine, we went to different places and we, we would try to tr keep from cursing and keep from uh, doing bad things, you know. And, and we, so we tried to uh, tell one another, you know, I think I've got it this time and I think I've got it. Uh, you know, if you just think you've got it, uh, my friend, you don't have it today. It takes a, a, a no-so experience in your life, a, a, a time where you realize that you're lost and undone and that you don't have nothing that's going to be able to take you on over into heaven one of these days after a while. It takes an experience with Jesus Christ bowing down and saying, God, save me, forgive me of my sins, that I might be able to be saved and purged from that old place. Well, I tell you what, he wants to save somebody. He wants to be able to get down in your life, but you've got to allow him. 
You've got to search it out with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And it, sometimes it takes longer than what we think as individuals. So, sometimes uh, it doesn't take as long as what we think as individuals. I've heard of individuals coming to church and the first time that they came to church, they got saved by the grace of God. It seemed like it just took me forever and ever before I could lay everything aside because I had so many things in my head that I thought, well, I could be able to dress up right. I should be able to sing with the people and I should be able to shake hands with the people. I should be able to put money in the offering plate. Oh, my friend, it's none of them things there. It's all, the, you got to put all that aside and what it comes down to is when you bow down and say, Lord, if you don't save me, I'll perish. I'm going to that place called hell and I don't know how to get out of it. I give up trying my all of my mind and my heart and doing the things that I, I want to try to do to be able to please you. God, it's me, and I'm just simple, and I just need to be saved. That's where I got to when I needed to be saved. That's where I got to when I, I, I went across that river. You know why? Because I watched them preachers and the singers and there's the old deacons I sat by uh, Brother Shade Blair over to Pleasant View and, and boy he was a, a great light to us but uh, my friend I tell you we've got to have people in our life that's going to help us my friend we've got to have those priests and, and kings that's in our lives that they can be able to lift us up and encourage us when, when life gets rough you can not only lean on the Lord but you can lean on your brothers and your sisters in the Lord, He's everything I have. He's all that I need in this life. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. Amen. As a, I'm going to say 14-year-old boy, I don't know for sure exactly the very moment, the very day that I can't pin it down saying it's December whatever January whatever uh, but I can take you to the very moment the very place where God changed me I, I, I remember when I'm being lost and undone and, and being see, being felt, felt so defeated that I would never be able to gain this salvation within myself and my own strength but then I can take you to another moment the happiest time in my life when Jesus saved my soul. I could be able to raise up and say thank you God for saving me. The sky was beautiful. <laughs> the old ditch was beautiful. I guess y'all heard this before from me but there's an old ditch that took sewer away from my house and it was the ugliest thing ever was and it stunk like the high heavens. It was terrible. But that day that I got saved by the grace of God, it was beautiful that day. I'm glad that God's got some beauty in this life and He can let us see it. He can let us see it. Oh, I tell you what, you get saved, God will change you. He'll change you. I used to think, oh, Brother Shade Blair, I thought he was a grumpy old man. Oh, but he loved me enough that he would say, listen to what the Lord has to say. Listen to what the Lord has to say to you tonight. If he wants you to be saved, you have to come to him. Come unto me, all ye that are weak and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Is what he says. My friend, today you've got to come to the Lord when he calls unto you. I guess that's about enough, Brother Jerry. I'm about to run out of 
voice. I, I thank God for saving my soul. I thank God for this opportunity. Thank God for this church. But if you're here and you're lost tonight, I thank God for you and I pray that you just pay attention to what God has to say. Maybe not so much me, but what God has to say. If He's kneeling with your heart and He's saying, come, come to Him before it's too late. Brother Terry. Praise the Lord. That's a good gospel preaching. That's sweet as honey and it just blessed my soul. And I believe surely somebody here tonight needs to come and get saved. That's just clear and plain and powerful. We want to ask everybody to stand if you will. Thank the Lord for the gospel. Thank the Lord for the messenger that God used me. Now let me say this to you. Brother Bob preached on this. I commented on it earlier. I want to say it again. You don't have to say anything special or do anything special. But you do need to seek the Lord. And that's what he preached tonight. So you that are here need to get saved while we sing this song. I'm going to ask you to step out and come down to the altar. We'll gather in and pray with you. And I'm telling you what, God can take care of you properly while we sing. Please come. Come on. Come on right now. <clears throat> Please obey the Lord. You don't have to say anything fancy. You don't have to make a speech. Just come and bow and pray and do like what Bob said. Say, Lord, I can't do it myself. If you don't help me, I'm going to perish. The words I used, and you've heard them before, when I come and I was seeking the Lord, and I realized I couldn't do anything myself on my own, I said, Lord, I've done all I can. If you don't save me, I'm a goner words of a 12 year old but I meant just what Bob preached I mean I'm going to perish Lord if you don't save me I'm going to be gone to hell and he saved me that moment he changed me changed my life I become born again I didn't do anything fancy I didn't deserve it but God's grace gave me salvation please come please come come right now boy I believe somebody needs to come please obey the Lord would you just come like you are and I like that you don't have to change yourself it's a good thing because you can't change yourself anyway oh you do like Bob said you try to quit doing this little thing it's wrong that little thing's wrong but deep down on the inside until you get saved, you're still an old sinner. But when you come and trust Jesus, you stop being an old sinner and you become a born again child of the King. Well, I'm glad of that tonight. And I, my heart's so heavy for some that's here. I just want you to come and get saved so bad. I love you and God loves you. And that's why he's given me a burden for you, uh, to pray for you. I'm concerned about you, and I want you to come and get saved. Please come. I'll tell you what to do. Just step out and come and come down and pray. Uh, if you don't want to say anything at all, just get up and go back to your seat. But take it one step at a time. Right now, if you're here and you're lost and you'd like to get saved and you feel that inside, come and let's pray about it. Come on right now. Sing us another song when you get ready. Somebody needs to come. Somebody needs something. You want to say something else?
You're welcome. Anything you want to do. Obey the Lord. He's calling. He's calling. Please come. Amen. Amen. Come home. Come on home. You have everything good to gain. Nothing to lose. Seeking the Lord, there's no loss to it anywhere. It's all positive and it's all gain. And it's all good. Please come and seek the Lord. After God gave his son to die on the cross, and he did willingly, Jesus willingly died on the cross. Willingly. Why would he do such a thing? For us. He did that to bring salvation in our reach. After he did that, and oh, just think of the all he suffered and all he gave up and, and all he went through. He did that for you and me. And I say this and preach this a lot. I believe if any one of us, me or you, would have been the only poor lost sinner that needed to be saved, I believe Jesus has still done what he did just for any one of us. Well, how, why do you believe that, preacher? Well, because he did do it for any one of us. It's individual. I know he did it for everybody, but on an individual basis, he did it for you, he did it for me, for this one, for that one. Jesus died on the cross for you. And somebody needs to come. Let's just do this. I do this a lot lately. It seems like it's been on my heart. But with heads bowed and eyes closed just a minute, I want to ask you something. I'm not trying to trick you or put you on the spot. I'm not planning on coming to you or embarrassing you or anything like that. I've always been a very shy person, and I'm very concerned about that. So I, I wouldn't want to embarrass anybody. But if you're here tonight and you can realize that you're lost and that you need to get saved, would you just raise your hand up saying by that, pray for me, I am lost. Would you just admit it? Thank you for that hand. Thank you for those hands. Would there be another one? Thank you for that hand. Praise the Lord. That touched my heart. I still feel like there could be more that just right now would just, just admit. See, it's just a step in the right direction. It's not saying you're a bad person. We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. We're just people. But when I realized I was lost, that was a great step towards me trying to get saved. Is there another one? You don't have to raise your hand real high. Just raise it a little bit and I can see it, I'm sure. Just raise it just a little bit, saying by that, I'm lost. I need to get saved. I want to have Jesus as my Savior. Would there be another one besides those already raised their hands? Just raise your hand up. Say by that, pray for me, I'm lost. Okay, raise your heads up and open your eyes. I didn't even mention uh, them that's out of fellowship. If you're out of fellowship, uh, you need to come too. If you need to come and rededicate your life, but I didn't feel like going there tonight. And, and I appreciate those that raised their hands. And I'm not criticizing or questioning anybody that didn't raise your hand. If you didn't, that's up to you. No, no problem. But I believe there's some more that even thought about raising their hands that didn't. I don't know. can't read your mind. But I believe there's a number of folks here tonight that need to come and pray. I came to the altar a few times before I got saved. I actually came six times. That just seems unreal. A good friend of mine standing in the back of the church, God called him. He stepped out. He said when he took his first step, 
he got saved. He, he didn't even make it to the altar. He got saved on the way. Well, preacher, what, what's the point? That's when he came with his whole heart to God. It took me a while to get there. You got to trust the Lord with your whole heart, and God will help you do that. But make an effort. I'm glad that I came seeking the Lord, and I'm glad I didn't quit seeking him till we got together. Now, I want to sing one more song, and, and I just want to plead with you. If you're here and you've got any inkling, any feeling at all, don't turn it away. Come right now. Let's pray. Come on. Come obey the Lord. Thank you, those that did raise your hands. Thank you for, thank you for raising your hands, those that did. I, I appreciate it. That touched my heart. Now, would you come tonight? Come as God calls. Please come. Come on. Please come. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Bless her, God. Praise the Lord. Thank you for these that are coming. We've got a couple here needing to pray. Praise the name of God. Thank you, Jesus, that they're coming. Thank you, Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Pray for them. Pray for them and seeking the Lord. We got a, an altar full here, and I pray, I, I appreciate it. And thank God. But we still got more room. We could pray here or on either side up there or back here. It doesn't matter what spot you get in, it's when you call on the Lord from your heart. Will there be some more come? I'm thrilled and thankful to God that these have come that have come. Boy, I'm praying for them. God, please help them. Lord, save them. Speak peace to their soul, God. Lord, I, I praise your holy name. Thank God that he's called these and that they're come. Please, God, help them. Help them, Lord, to find peace. Please, God, I praise your holy name. Help them to find that peace they're looking for, God. Give them that that you give me when I was 12 years old. God, I pray. Lord, I know you want to, and I know you can. They just need to trust you with everything that's in them. They need to trust you with everything that's in them. Say, yeah, Lord, I trust you. Lord, please save me. Please, please, please. Help us, God. Help them. Help us, Jesus. Oh, God. Help her, Jesus. Help her, Jesus.
blessing, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank the Lord for these two young ladies that uh, move so sincerely and are so, they're just so sweet and I love them so much and this church loves them and uh, most of all, God loves them. And, uh, and uh, so I'd say don't, uh, don't get discouraged, don't give up, just keep seeking. And uh, like I've told so many times, I come six times. The sixth time that I came is when I got saved. Am I glad I didn't quit at five? Yeah. And uh, and I'll tell this. Some of you remember it. My granddaughter Mackenzie, uh, I quit counting when she'd come 20 times. She'd come to the altar 20 times. And, uh, but she didn't quit and she kept seeking. And boy, she sure is safe. And so thank God. And so anybody got anything on your heart you want to say? Anybody? Yeah, come on, Bob. Come on. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Hope so. If you lost, just remember that God loves you and how much the church gathered around with these two girls. Amen. And they prayed for her. Yeah. yeah, buddy. And we're going to take him prayers home with us. Amen. And if you're in a place that you just don't know where you're at, ask God and he'll show Amen. you. I, 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 he will show you. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt when I thought maybe I, I had it yeah. and I didn't have, no. I got sincere with yeah. God. Amen. And God showed me that I was lost and undone. That's the first time I'd felt like that. Amen. So I thought, I know this is real, yeah. but boy, when he saved me, that was real. That's precious. <laughs> that was real. God saves us all the same way. Amen. Exactly. Terry got the same thing I got. I believe yes, that sir, because his, the scripture Amen. says his spirit bears witness with our That's spirit. That's right. Amen. We are the children of God. Anyways. Yeah. We all got the same thing. Amen. The same way. And when you come and you just give yourself to God. Yeah. I don't know any other way to say it. That's right. That's good. Give yourself to God. Yeah. And he'll just, he'll do the saving. He does the cleansing. That's right. He does it all. I'm glad to be here tonight. I appreciate Amen. you giving me opportunity. But I appreciate you following the Lord and preaching the gospel. Just wonderful. I appreciate that message. appreciate this service. And I was thinking this. I appreciate being part of a church that has a compassionate heart that this church has got. It bears a burden and cures for the lost and pours her heart out to God. I just... Thank the Lord. Anybody else got anything you want to say? I got a couple of prayer requests, and you know we're going to have the Lord's Supper and the foot washing here for too long. Uh, and I will say this: uh, uh, I think we just need to uh, not try to have our uh, mail meeting. You know, we usually have that the Sunday night before business meeting, which is next Sunday. But we've got so much going on. Unless somebody's got a need that they see, we just uh, bypass the mail meeting and. Uh, go out and have our uh, Lord's Supper, and then after that, be separated to have our foot washing. But got a couple prayer requests. Uh, one of the uh, folks that just recently got saved told me this morning they'd like to get baptized on the 17th of December on Sunday morning. That's three weeks from today. And so we got at least five I can think of. It's recently 
uh, got saved and has come as candidates for baptism. So we'll try to get in touch with the rest of them and see how their schedules works. And if that works out, we'd be glad to have the rest of them get baptized in too. And if, if that doesn't work out, well, we'll just, God willing, we'll set up another time. We're just uh, trying to do whatever we can to accommodate people. And uh, so please pray for that. Baptizings are important. And uh, a lot of times they help people. A lot of times people come to baptize and don't come to anything else. And uh, another prayer request I got, uh, uh, Pastor Thomas Heck, he's the pastor of Harmony Missionary Baptist Church down in Pineville, Kentucky. He had talked to me before, but he wanted to talk to his uh, church this morning, and he talked to Harmony this morning, and uh, they've asked me to come preach a revival uh, starting the 4th day of December. That'll be a week from Monday. That's the day after our Christmas play. And I've, uh, God has really blessed me to have a, a good burden for that revival and, and a great excitement about it. And there's some people I've got on my heart, so I'd appreciate the prayers of this church. I thank God for a praying church. Okay. Now, I want to tell you this. When we get out to the fellowship hall in just a little bit, we'll be uh, dismissed out of here in just a minute. When we get out to the fellowship hall, uh, just uh, wait on our deacons. Uh, we're going to do it a little different than we did the last few times. Uh, the deacons are going to serve it tonight. You know, we had those things that people was getting their self and open. That was fine. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, the deacons are going to do the service uh, more similar to what we're used to. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. So uh, anything else before we dismiss out of here? And I'll say this. Even if you're not going to take the Lord's Supper, if you want to go out and observe it, you're still welcome. Uh, that's, that's, and, and who takes the Lord's Supper? Well, first of all, you have to be saved by the grace of God. Then you have to be baptized. Baptism is a prerequisite to the Lord's Supper. You have to be a member uh, of a Baptist church and uh, have to be in regular standing, good fellowship, in order uh, to be one of those that takes the Lord's Supper. That's, that's the quality of it. Uh, Okay. All right, Brother Ken. Now, thank the Lord. That's, that's wonderful. People just sit down and uh, we'll be served like that. Okay, anything else? Okay. Ladies' foot washing set up over here because it's size under construction. And uh, men have theirs after everything clears out of the fellowship. All the men have their foot washing out there. So, anything else? If you're visiting, thank you for being here. Please come back. We thank God for you. And again, we thank God for the preacher, Brother Bob. Okay. Anything else? If nothing else, I don't, I don't think I'll even have them dismissed with prayer. I think uh, we'll just say you'd liberty to go from here to there.